I want to thank you for listening and watching the Heights Baptist Podcast. Uh, here in our podcast, you're going to find previous sermons and then also episodes like this that are designed to help you think through uh, your faith and just to take practical steps in how to grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ. Uh, we want to welcome you. My name's Lee. I'm the lead pastor here at Heights and joined as always uh, by uh, Pastor Matt Hogan, who is our worship pastor here. This is episode 12. This is our pre-teen episode. That's right. We are almost a teenager come episode 13. We made it to a solid dozen. We made it a solid dozen. And so we want to encourage you, if you are just new with us, go back and listen and watch uh, some of our previous episodes. We've done a ask of, you know, kind of a questions of the faith series, and then also topics like this in talking about how to discover and know the will of God in your life. And so that's what we're going to cover today, Matt. Uh, let's kind of review, catch up a little bit uh, from last week. Last week we talked about what is the will of God. Right. And we said there's really kind of two wills of God in the Bible. You want to give us a quick rundown of those two wills? Sure, we can recap. We have basically, we have God's will. We have God's, what we call God's sovereign will, which is basically what happens. The idea is that God's sovereign over the universe and there's nothing that happens that isn't beyond his control. Right. Whatever happens to us in our lives at least passes through God's fingers. God allows it to happen. So that's kind of his sovereign will. And then there's an, another way in which scripture talks about the will of God, which is his will of command. Mm -hmm. And that's basically the stuff in the Bible that God tells us to do. Now, as you look at the world around us, and even as we look at people that we know in the church and even in our personal lives, we know that we don't necessarily always measure up to always live according to God's will. Right. So we can talk about God's sovereign will over the universe, which whatever God wants or whatever God wills will happen. Right. And then there's the things that God's called us to do, which a bunch of it doesn't happen. And that's yeah. why we have sin and why we need Jesus. So usually when we get the will of God question, or we have that in our life of, you know, what's God's will for my life? What's the plan that God, you know, has for me. That's, that's kind of that will of command discussion we're having here uh, today. Well, well, I think what's tricky about it is that when people ask that question, what they want is God's sovereign will. Right. What is God's plan for my life? Yeah. The problem is most, when we talked about this last week, most of the time when scripture is talking about the will of God, the scripture's command to us is to do God's will of command. In other mm -hmm. words, when, when, the, when you look in the New Testament, the will of God for you is to do what you read in your Bible. Yeah. And so unfortunately, the questions that we have is, should I take this job? Should I study this major? Should I marry this person? Right. Those are the questions. What is God's will for my life in these circumstances when most of what God's will has to say is, you know, how we're supposed to act and how we're supposed to live? Okay. So if you get those questions, and I know you have, and you may have had those questions. I get the questions. I've had the questions. How do we help each other out in these conversations in our walk with Christ of, you know, should I go to this college, take this major, buy this house, marry this person? Should we have two kids, three kids, a dozen kids? You know, I mean, if you have a dozen kids, you can come to Heights Baptist Church. We have a fantastic children and student ministry. That's right. It's like instant big church growth. Okay. So, yeah. so how do we, how do we then like figure that out in our lives on a, kind of a practical day-to-day -day level. Well, I think, I mean, we're going to start, we're going to start with scripture. Right. Um, and w when I think of looking at scripture, the, the first place where I'm going to go is Proverbs, mm -hmm. where Proverbs spends a lot of time talking about not necessarily what is 
good and what is evil, but also kind of what is wise and what is foolish. Right. You read through Proverbs and, and the picture that you get is not a guy who's living for, their guy, for the Lord or a guy who's, who, who's living you know, a, a life of sin. You're looking at a guy who's, or a guy or, or a woman who's making wise choices and who's, not, who's making foolish choices. Mm -hmm. And so I would say that when you're trying to figure out like how to make godly decisions, that one of those filters you wanna use using the lens of scripture is, is this a wise idea? Is this a foolish idea? Mm -hmm. You know, is it a wise idea for me to put money in my 401k? Is it a foolish idea for me to take money out of my 401k to do X, Y, or Z with it? Mm -hmm. I think those are the kinds of, those are the, that would be a biblically informed way of trying to determine like what God's will would be for my finances or for my retirement. Okay, good. So Bible. Bible. Like let's get in the Bible. Let's read the word of God. Obviously, God's not going to call us to do something that goes against a command. That's really important. Uh, yeah, that's super important to remember because I think sometimes we can get in, we can reason out our decisions where, well, you know, maybe I'm not comfortable doing that. Where I was like, no, you, God calls you to do that. Like, you know, so I think that's important is to know uh, God's not going to call us to do anything that violates Scripture. Um, and then, yeah, God's will. God's will of God's sovereign will for our life is not going to be to violate his command, his right. will of command. Yeah. Like yeah. he's not going to call us to do something that goes against, goes contrary to what right. he's called us to do in his word. Good. So we want to want to be informed in the scriptures. Um, I think second is prayer and the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. and, and kind of learning how to listen to God in prayer. What do you, what do you kind of think on that? Oh, I think absolutely. Um, uh, I think the the Holy Spirit speaks to us, and we and He'll, and if we spend time on our knees trying to come, trying to pray over decisions, like the Holy Spirit will let us know. Mm -hmm. You know, we we might kind of get a nudge in one direction or another. Mm -hmm. um, I think the thing that's important to remember when you're when you're kind of listening to the voice of the Holy Spirit is in the same way that. God is not going to call you to violate his word. If the Holy Spirit is kind of giving you a nudge in one direction or another, uh, the Holy Spirit is not going to nudge you in a direction that's contrary to God's word. Right. Um, I'm, I'm, I think of, uh, of in 1 John when mm -hmm. it says, uh, test the spirits to see if they're, no, if they're from the Lord. Right. In other words, so, so when, we, when we're in that time of prayer, when we're listening to the Holy Spirit, we're trying to listen to, to God speak or kind of give us an impression whether we should, you know, take path A or path B, um, we need to be really careful that we're listening to the voice of the Lord. Mm -hmm. We're not listening to kind of our own voice yeah. or something that we had for dinner right. or the voice of culture or society that's kind of speaking into our kind of subconscious. Yeah. So again, just kind of being aware, we filter whatever that leading from this that we think might be from the spirit, we filter that through the spirit uh, through the scriptures, mm -hmm. and then I think also wise to filter it through godly counsel. Yeah, and I think last week you brought up Psalm 37, mm -hmm. and you know learning to delight in the Lord, and then He gives you the pleasures of your heart. Yeah, and what we've just gone over in Bible reading and prayer, and kind of discovering the practical will, answering those practical questions of you know should I do this, this, and this that's part of delighting in the Lord. Yeah. So as I'm delighting in God, I'm relating to God, I'm loving God, 
as we're talking about prayer and the Holy Spirit, and we're going to use that term kind of, I get a peace about things. Uh-huh. That's where I think that's a little more discoverable in a way mm-hmm. of I've known there's times I've been praying about things of God, do you want me to do this or this or this? And I, I'm just unsettled. I don't have a peace yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have kind of that clear conviction of, yes, this is it. So then I'll wait. You know, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to wait, and I know that's super hard on our, for us as a culture and as a people, but then there's times where God says, not yet, you know, but as I'm learning to delight in God, my heart is matching up to his will, yeah. and it's not me trying to bend his will to, to my plans, and so I want to, I want to kind of interject that in here is that, that Bible reading and prayer is so key. You know, and, and really in prayer, sometimes just being quiet, being quiet in the presence of God and not saying anything, <laughs> just yeah. learning to be quiet, slowing down, slowing and down learning to listen and learning to just listen and, and not moving on something until you, you have that peace. So you brought so we've got prayer Bible. Um, you brought up people. Let's kind of talk about people a little bit as we think about discovering the will of God. And and you said, you know, the council of people. But you slipped in another word before counsel. You said godly counsel. <laughs> so why is that key versus just the opinions of others? Again, uh, you want the opinions. Of, if you're trying to figure out what God's will is for your life, if you're trying to make a godly decision, right. then as you're listening to counsel, you need godly counsel. Yeah. You need people who want what's best for you and that want the same thing that God wants from you. Yeah. You don't want to get the opinion of somebody who wants you to be happy regardless. Right. So again, so it's the same process. Uh, we filter the decisions we make through the lens of the word of God. Mm-hmm. We filter the impressions that we get in our prayer and when the Lord is speaking to us, we filter that through the lens of the word of God. We, we test the spirits to yeah. see if they're from the Lord. And we filter the counsel that we get through the lens of the word of God. So what you want is when you've got a question about like, I'm trying to decide whether I'm supposed to do A or B, mm-hmm. like you want to call up somebody who loves Jesus. Yeah. Big time. Yes. And of course, you know, um, for those of us that are married, like we probably have another godly person that lives in our house and we yeah. probably want to bring them into this decision. Right. Yeah. And I think I, I totally agree. There's, I go to Sandra with a lot of things first. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there are there are a few people in my life that when I need to make big decisions, I know they love Jesus. I know they're people of prayer, and I'll go to them and say, "Hey, I'm thinking about this or this. What do you, what do you think?" And I don't always say, "I need an answer right now." Like, right. I'm going to give this to you. Let's talk later because I know they're going to pray about it. I know um, they're going to think about it, and so. There are people that obviously will give us their opinions and counsel all the time. Right. <laughs> yes. You know, I've had people sometimes, uh, not here, not at not at Heights. I'll always caveat those stories, but not here yet. But I have had people come up to me sometimes like, the Lord has told me to tell you. And I'm thinking, I'll know you from Adam. <laughs> I don't know which Lord you're following. So yeah. oh, we'll take this with a grain of salt. But there was a, I mean, I think thinking through the people thing, there was a time before we came to Heights, we were in a, a period of ministry transition. Long story, I'm going to make it real short. But we were looking at a church in Maine, and a church in Maine was um, interested in us. And in Maine, they were over 300 people. So this is like Rick Warren of Southern Baptist in Maine. I mean, like this is a <laughs> mega church in Maine, right? 
and, and we needed a job and yeah. and you know we were we knew that and things were in my heart and mind lining up and I thought this is a good situation the Lord's providing we're in this position and now this door's open and I mean they were aggressively wanting us to come and I'm thinking this is it this is it you know God's answer this is God's will and uh, of course through the interview process Sandra was involved in that and it it came to a decision point where they were saying you're it we want you to come up here and preach and the church vote on you and uh, we got back to the hotel that night and I I asked Sandra I said what do you what do you think you know, uh, I mean, I'm excited. I think this is it. And um, she just burst out in tears. She looked at me. She said, I'm not moving to Maine. This, this isn't it. <laughs> God used that to put on my heart, this wasn't it. Mm-hmm. You know, because even though I was excited and I could look at it as, hey, this is the provision, this is God's will, there was still a little bit of unsettled in my heart. Yeah. And when she gave me that answer of very clear, all that unsettled in my heart went, yep, this isn't it, you know. Yeah. And then we said no, and then not a month or two later, Heights contacted, and, you know, there we go, yeah. you know. And so um, I, I think it is key to bring in godly counsel in those conversations. Yeah, yeah my wife and I actually were in a similar situation before we came to Heights where mm-hmm. uh, there was a church that was very interested in us, but it was going to involve a big move. Yeah. Um, and... I was very apprehensive about the relocation. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like living in Alvin. I like the Houston area. I didn't really have any desire to move, a big move. Yeah. Um, and Catherine was very excited about it. I mm-hmm. mean, she got on Zillow and was looking at real estate <laughs> and we had all sorts, I mean, she yeah. was really excited about, and, and, and we went up there and we spent some time up there and looked around and met some people. and and prayed hard about it. Right. And I went up there kind of with the idea that like, I don't, I really don't feel like I want to do this, but is this what God's calling us to do? Yeah. And my wife went up there like really excited and we looked around and we got to know people and we got to know the area and yeah. the, the, the city and all that. Um, and so we spent a lot of time in the car, you know, what are you feeling? What are you mm-hmm. praying about? What's the Lord saying to you? Yeah. And, and, and I was trying to kind of warm up to the idea. Right. And Catherine was like, uh, uh-uh. uh, yeah, this, this isn't wow. it. Yeah. Um, and, you, and I think that brings up a, another really important point that mm-hmm. we kind of look at when we're trying to discern the will of God, and that is kind of interpreting circumstances. Yes. You know, we know that God works in our lives through circumstances. The, the Bible uses that word providence, mm-hmm. in other words. So, you know, for example, like if you think about the story of Ruth and Boaz, mm-hmm. uh, God doesn't do a lot of direct action in that story. Yeah. You're actually looking at kind of what's happening in their circumstances and you see God kind of moving behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. You know, this woman goes to a foreign, or, you know, this man goes to a foreign country. He has sons, the sons marry wives and this, well, they die and then Naomi and, and Ruth come back and they, they meet Boaz. And, but the, God is not a very active participant in that story. He's more, you kind of watch the story unfold. Yeah. And I think when we look at our lives, we see a story that's unfolding. We know God's moving behind it. But so circumstances or providence is certainly a factor we can use mm-hmm. when we make a decision. Right. You know, if job A offers you a position and it's the right position and it's a good fit for you and your family, you know, then, then maybe you do move across the country to do that because it's a great opportunity. Um, but it's not the only factor to consider. Right. So you, again, you have to think about not just, you know, the doors that are opening, yeah. but you also have to think about 
the community that you have, the, the community that you're going to leave behind. Are you going to be able to find a, a, a good church? You know what I mean? There's yeah. all sorts of different factors you need to consider. Right. Um, but, but I think that's, def- but Providence is definitely something that we do consider when we're, you know, when we're looking, when we want to walk through the doors that God's opening for yeah. us. Yeah, and I've, I've had somebody tell me once before that not every opportunity is the call of God. Right. You know, we may have opportunities to do A, B, C, and they're good opportunities, nothing wrong with them, but that may not be right now what God wants you to do, you know, and so so that's good to kind of think through those different lenses and layers on these practical, everyday kind of decisions that we need to make uh, of being in the Bible, you know, prayer, um, listening to the Holy Spirit, waiting. I, again, I'm just, I'm big on waiting for that peace. You know, if you're not 100, got that conviction, this is it, mm-hmm. then just wait. Because there again, circumstances may be lining up, something happening, God working in the background of something we're not seeing, um, and then getting God godly counsel. Yeah. you know, from people. So what else would you add as we kind of wrap up here? I mean, I just, I think the final piece is just um, delighting yourself in the Lord yes. and he'll give you the desire of your heart. We yeah. mentioned that earlier, but basically just like, what do you enjoy? Right. You know, if you are, if you are doing the work as a believer to divide, to, to delight yourself in the Lord, yeah. if you're in God's word, if you're on your knees, if you're heeding wise counsel, if you're filtering your circumstances through that lens mm-hmm. of God's word, then which of these options is going to bring you more joy? Right, yeah. You know, and if you have done the work to delight yourself in the Lord, yeah. then I think it's okay for you to trust, to, to, to trust, you know, your desires. Mm-hmm. Because the scripture teaches us that if we delight ourselves in Kim, mm-hmm. he'll give us the desires of our heart. And right. so if, if we are doing the work for those desires to be godly desires, then it's okay to kind of follow your heart. Yeah. You know, if, you, if you've got a desire, you've got a dream, you've got something that you want to chase, you know, you want to do that wisely. You want to talk to counsel. You want to be in the word. You want to pray hard about it. But if, you know, if, if God's given you a passion, mm-hmm. like it's okay to pursue that. Yeah. We yeah. should, I don't think we should ever feel like, oh, I shouldn't pursue that because that might not be God's will for, for your life. No, right. if, if your will is, if you're following the Lord and the, and the Lord gives you something that you, that you're passionate about, like, yeah. I think it's okay to pursue that. Right. And I mean, and that might mean, that might mean that you, it doesn't necessarily mean you do it for a living. I mm-hmm. mean, maybe, maybe God's called you to a desk job but you've got a hobby that turns into a side hustle that turns into a ministry. Sure. You know, yeah. and so and depending on, you know, what your family situation is and depending on what your financial situation is, you know, right. like that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Cause I think we've, we've treated the will of God a lot of times as like God has this hidden plan over here <laughs> and we're out to just crack the code yeah. or it's lost and we're searching for it. Whereas what we've really said in the last two episodes is, Learn to love the Lord. Right. And God lines up the desires of your heart with his will and, and use those filters, you know, that we've talked about on those, those practical uh, everyday things that we need to think about. So. And, and then the, the one more thing I would probably say is like from our perspective, like life is going to be a little bit like a choose your own adventure. Sure. But there's not necessarily one. I mean, there's one sovereign plan for our life because God's sovereign over the universe. But from our perspective, like path A or path B, they might both be right. following the Lord. Yeah. So don't stress. If you feel like I have, to, if I chose path A and maybe I should have chose path path B, yeah. that's okay. Right. 
God use you. If, if you're continuing to love and serve the Lord and love and serve your family and love and serve your church, and when you choose option B instead of option A, yeah. like that's okay. that's okay. Don't stress about, well, maybe God called me to the other one. Right. Because, because he didn't, because look where you are. Right. It's where you are. Yeah. yeah. Good. Good. Well, we want to thank you so much for joining us for episode 12. Again, uh, you can listen to any of our previous 11 episodes of our podcast here on our YouTube uh, station or wherever you're listening to us on your favorite audio uh, podcast app. If you are in the Alvin area, we'd love for you to join us in person on Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. or 1030 a.m. Or you can join us online from wherever you are uh, at our Heights Facebook page or our Heights YouTube page on Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. As a church, our desire is to love and to lead all people to a new life with Christ. And so if you'd like to know more about Christ and how to follow Him in your life or maybe make a decision uh, to be a believer in Jesus Christ, contact us at heightschurch.org connect. And so until next week, God bless. And we hope that you have a great week.